All right, we are on to Lucky for Some, episode number 13, <laughs> Heart of Gold. Right, be- before you say anything, I am going to wager that you had extremely strong opinions about this episode. And I'm not sure if they're going to be positive or negative, but I have a feeling this is either going to be one of your favorites or one that you hated the most. Hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have extremely strong opinions about this episode. Um, okay, I they're... liked it. There are parts mm. of it, good and bad. Um, okay. But I, I, I thought it was a good one. I thought it was a good one. I wouldn't say that I have extreme. Why do you think my opinions would be extremely well, strong? So, well, because this was a lot about Inara. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, things do not go well for her about two-thirds no, of the No, I really didn't like that. Like, it made me sad. <laughs> that that level of crying is just, yeah. like, really upsetting, you know? She yeah. she was, yes. like, sob-sobbing, like, big time, yeah, oh, like, yeah. <gasps> like when I finished the Adventure Zone type crying. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was not good. So, so the premise of the episode is uh, there's an ex-companion that has left the guild, I believe it's called, and she's in this, like, deserty outpost planet in the middle of nowhere and she has a collection of prostitutes that that she's i guess kind of a madam for that's the word i was looking for yeah that's kind of what you would call it in earth terms right Mm -hmm. and so she she has been trained as a companion and clearly is kind of more upscale but the rest of them are are you know what you would think of as a as a regular prostitute right and one of them apparently has conceived a child with the i guess like sheriff or something like that he's like he's like he runs the town like whatever like i don't think they get into like full specifics of his actual position but all you need to know is he runs the town, right? Like he's either like the governor or the mayor, or like you know, he's he's like the posi- he has the person of power, right? Right, right. So this girl Nandy or something like that. Yeah, oh, no, Nandy. I'm sorry, Nandy was no, no, no. The Nandy was the oh, man. I'm sorry. The girl's name is Petalina. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so Petalina has conceived a child uh, from. Um, from this guy, Rance Burgess, who is like the sheriff. We'll call him the sheriff, but you were right. He's like a boss man. Um, and so uh, we, the Rance guy kind of comes up on his, not a motorcycle, but kind of like a motorcycle to the uh, It reminded me the of the uh, pod speeder, the speeder thing yep, from Saw. I agree. Mm-hmm. I completely um, agree. Also with a cross of the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Oh, so you must have liked that then. Uh, I did. Actually. <laughs> but it was the, it was the Mister Coffee at the back, right? Or Mister. Although Fusion, that was like say. super junky effects, like for yeah. for that one, like it wasn't very good practical effect. Yeah. Uh, in any case, uh, they he says you know find the girl, and it sounded like you know uh, Petalina was well hidden. Three seconds later, you hear a scream. Oh, we found the girl. So he uh, apparently like kind of. I guess stabs her sort of with a probe to get a paternity test going. And it turns out this is, this is his kid. And so, well, we don't know that at that point, but we quickly find out it's it's obvious. Right. Like where else would they be? Oh, it's not the kid. I'll move on. Like, you know, you know where it's going. Yeah. So he, he goes and then he's going to come back and he's going to try to take this child away from her. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, 
uh, we end up coming back to the Serenity, and there's a bunch of funny lines, and they're just. And what ends up happening is uh, Nandi, who is the madam, calls Inara to say, "Hey, can you help us with this really crummy situation? Because Rance is going to try to take this baby." And then there's a little bit of debate, you know, between everyone on the ship about how, whether or not they should take the job because there may or may not be a whole lot of money involved, and it's probably going to be risky. Blah blah blah. Um, and so there's a bunch of funny discussions around that. One of my favorites is when they're trying to sell Jane on the idea and Jane is not at all interested. He's like, why should we put our lives on the line for this? This is ridiculous. And then I think Mal or Inara said they're whores and without beating an eye, I'm in. <laughs> Which is such a Jane thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so they, they go to the planet, and, and interrupt me, Mike, whenever you're ready, but they go to the planet, and they arrive, and, and I think it was Kaylee notices, oh, look, they've got boy whores, which I thought was funny. It's like <laughs> and equal then there representation was a, or something, she says, yeah, which I kind, yeah, kind of it, thought was it, quite funny. Yeah, and then she gets in an exchange with Simon, she's talking about, uh, uh, it's not like anyone's lining up to examine me, or I think that's because Simon was going to examine Petalina, and so she says to Wash, who was standing there, Wash, tell me I'm pretty. To which she says, were I unwed, I would take you in a manly fashion. Because I'm pretty? Because you're pretty. I enjoyed that exchange quite a lot, actually. Because I I don't know why, but like it was just really funny. And like I liked that everybody in that scenario was like accepting of this thing happening like just being nice to each other in like kind of yeah, a yeah, crude yeah. way but ever that's what everybody yeah. like was looking for it was and it was something about it that i thought was was kind of it was like entertaining in a fun way um i mean we don't need to go through the entire like play-by-play of this like i guess a couple of the key moments right it's like all of the anara mouse stuff right which is it reached like yeah, different yeah, yeah. heights where like at one moment it's like she doesn't care about him what did she say like a strictly business-like relationship which is a term that mal throws around and then mal and nandy have a Trist. overly steamy uh scene like reminded me very much of Terminator like just way too much skin and like just like really just a overly lingering sex scene like it just wasn't needed in the the, the detail I'm not prudish right but like there are times where I'm just like I don't this isn't like all you needed to do was have him kiss and then show the next morning right that that was all that was required and I think I think the reason, though, is because they were trying to establish it as more than just like the two of them knocking boots and then moving on with their lives. Like, I think we were trying they were trying to establish that this was like a more deep emotional, like not loving, but loving connection for that. Though All you need later on is just Mal's reaction to when she dies. Like it's. Yeah, because even that like he wasn't like heartbroken because he was in love with her. Right. Like he was sad Mm -hmm. because like they had had a moment. Right, but like you, you, you. There was an I don't know. There was enough. There was enough to it, and like you know. And then there was like a good scene with like Anara. Like she's like, "Why were you embarrassed about this? Like this is just a thing. Like, oh, I'm happy that you got to spend the night with her because like you know she's very good. Like that kind of thing." And then it cuts to her just like broken in pieces. You know, she's yeah. like, and then obviously then that leads to the to the end. Like I'm just jumping ahead. We can go back through some parts, but like you know where. It was a good fake out scene. There's a couple of good fake outs in this, which is like a credit to Whedon's ability, right? Like the first one is right at the beginning, where like 
at Nandi is like, there's only one person who has the strength to save us here. And I'm just like rolling my eyes. It's like, oh, of course, like this person is unstoppable, but Mal can save the day. But it was actually mm-hmm. Inara, right? Yeah. Like where mm-hmm. he was like, they're playing on me in the fact that it's like at this point, Mal seems to be this unstoppable force, but it wasn't who she mm-hmm. was looking for. But then the frustrating thing is like, it is actually him. As the unstoppable force, which I am yeah. getting a bit tired of at this point, like that he always finds a way to win when he is always horrifically outnumbered. Like that yeah. whole end scene, like there is no like the battery running out on the laser gun is kind of funny and like okay I can see that, but like why can that flying car thing not go faster than a horse? Yeah, I had the same thought. It right? doesn't make any there, sense. There, I think at just the point of where we are now, there is way too little stakes for Mal's actions. Like, he always finds a way to come out on top. And there doesn't... Like, at the point that I am in the show right now, when he is getting himself into a tricky situation, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that he's going to get out of it, Okay. And like, and I know that it's a difficult thing to do to try and build that fear and like whatever into a character, but I think a lot of it is based upon the fact that this is very monster of the week, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very mm-hmm. rarely left on a significant cliffhanger for him. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't get to the end of an episode and they've left a plan. They've left a planet with him still on it, right? Like, and sure. this this has been a criticism of mine of the show in that like everything is resolved way too quickly and like this is a this is a part of that as well so i mean but the thing is though what happens at the end of this episode is what is actually what the show is actually about which is what i love which is the character developments so like the the peril of mal doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things which is how these characters what this show for me is about is the crew's interactions with each other Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And so like the 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 fights that they get in are merely vessels to forward their relationships and that is what carries over week to week, right? So mm-hmm. again, so like what I love about the show is the fact that the relationships continue and so the way that the show ends is like you think that Inara is about to tell Mal that she is in love with him, right? Because it's how she's setting it up. She's still saying that in my opinion, but is saying that she can't be with him. Loves yeah. him, but cannot be with him, so she must leave. And yeah. So how many episodes are we away from the end? Like three? There's two? No, there's one more. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm not ready for this. Ah, there it is. There it oh, is. Oh, I'm not happy about that. I'm not ready See? for this to end. See? Huh. Oh, no. I don't mm-hmm. like this. I don't like this, Casey, because I don't like where this episode's Listeners. going. Listeners, this is oh, this is no. the moment. This is the moment where we finally oh, know we've no. got them. We've got them because this is the moment. This is the oh, I'm very uncomfortable. Of, this is the paradox of Firefly. All kidding aside, I am very uncomfortable aside. in the idea of what I would expect is about to happen. Is the season one cliffhanger of Anara actually leaving? This is you what I think. imagine. Right, mm-hmm. that, that the next episode she is gone. With the idea of being season two, Mal goes to find her. And okay, oh, okay, I can feel I can feel rested in the fact that there is more. Okay, I don't feel as bad now. I feel better now. I feel better now. 
okay, okay. calm down, but- everyone. It's good because I know there's the movie, right? So my, what I'm thinking is probably going to happen is Anara leaves, and then the movie they somehow find each other. This is this this will be what I will cling on to now. Okay. All right. Well, it, it, coincidentally, uh, Nathan Fillion after this was in a show called uh, Castle, where the storyline you just the described TV? It's the cop show, right? Happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. The first couple of seasons were rough, but it was pretty good. And uh, anyway, that that storyline effectively happens at one point. But anyway, um, I thought this episode was really good. This is this is one of my favorites. Um, I think it had a lot of really good banter and comedic comedic timing there's a few things that that kind of take you out of it in terms of like crummy special effects like you had mentioned or at one point like the gun conveniently the the super duper gun conveniently dies and it's literally says check battery on it and i'm like come Mm -hmm. on you guys no uh and i actually wrote down as well speaking of what you said earlier also a horse can run down a speeder thing with two question marks at the end like really um but what the, I think the reason I like this episode so much is because so much of the Mal and our relationship is is explored. And uh, there's a couple of scenes where um, I, I forget who it was the first time, but I wrote down the quote. I thought it was just him. Oh, it was when... Uh, Nandi and Inara see each other for the first time the morning after uh, Nandi and Mal uh, uh, fraternized, if you will. And the the look between Inara and Nandi, like uh, those two actresses, uh, what is it, Marina Baccarin and I don't, uh, Melinda Clark, I think was Nandi. Anyway, those two actresses just did a tremendous job because there is an entire conversation in that look. Like you can tell that there is an entire conversation in that one like beat and it was phenomenal. And then it happens again later on between Mal and Inara. And mm-hmm. I just thought that that was done. really well handled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, it's, it, it was also a funny episode. And, you know, you have to have your swashbuckling and all that. So I really, really liked this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I liked think... it. I liked it, too. But, I mean, like, I, I, I didn't have, like, super strong feelings about it. You know, like, Fair. but, yeah, I, I thought it was a good one. Like, I did, yeah. I did enjoy it. As we were watching Aaron, when when Mal and uh, Nandy started to sleep together, Aaron was like, oh, man, Mike is going to hate Mal so hard after this. <laughs> He's going to hate Mal so much. You know, I you know, I don't blame him. Like, I'm not mad at him. Um, mm-hmm. Because he obviously loves Inara. Mm-hmm. But in his mind, she doesn't feel anything for him. Right. Like, in the other direction, like, I think it's different. I think Inara knows. But I don't think Mal knows. And he's not hes not a good, necessarily a good person towards her. Maybe if he was better, then she would actually try and show a, more affection to him, right? Like, like loving affection as opposed to right, just kind, right. of, kind of like the, the friend love that they have. But, like, he's mean to her and he's not very kind to her in some instances right and that maybe if he was more like that she would have opened up to him more but like i I don't think that he believes that he could ever have her i agree and then in in that instance like nandy seemed like it seemed to me like that could have been a start of a relationship between the two of them right like i I did get Mm -hmm. that but just from the way they were talking not from the overly tender love scene vastly mm. too long but like the way that they're talking to each other beforehand is it there was like a tenderness to it as opposed to just like a lust you know mm-hmm. so like you know i 
I, I kind of wish that she wasn't upset in the way, like Inara wasn't upset in the way that she was. I, I was like hopeful that she was able to like just take it the way that she appeared to have taken it to him. But like I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't mad at him because I feel like, I feel like in his mind, he has no chance. Not that he's, I mean, but this is also through thought of his own. He's not tried hard enough, right? Like, he would probably have a chance with Anara if he actually tried, but he doesn't yeah. try. So yeah, I have conflicted feelings about it, but like I don't begrudge Mal um, for pining and just like not ever letting anybody into his life because he just is pining for Anara. Because I don't think that that is healthy in the long run, right? Yeah, I completely agree. I, I don't think I think you nailed it that he doesn't think he has a chance and so he didn't think he was really hurting her but yeah. it turns out it's much more complex than that yep as life tends to be mm-hmm. one more episode left uh, uh. what is the name of that I know what is the name of that episode I lost it it is called Objects in Space so there's one more episode which we will do next week and then sitting here now the intention is to do Serenity for the following week yeah all right Well, uh, thank you, Michael, and uh, I will talk to you soon, sir.